again, isn't it? So I'm gonna do almost identical, almost. So this, what we record now, this, this is episode three. So, goes like this. So on episode one, we talked about our Mount Rushmore. On episode two, we talked about when's the best time to be a wrestling fan. So tonight, I'm gonna to talk about something a little bit more controversial. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this. It's another episode of your favourite series, and nowadays mine, because it's not ten years ago. It is. It's Screwdriver with Twist. I'm Mark. He is Dan. And I'm I missed ten years ago. Well, I don't like reviewing wrestling shows. It's all the things. There's an, ep- there's an episode no. of these where we were because we've we've been asked a couple of times. This isn't tonight's one but we've been asked a couple of times in the comments we've had uh, would you talk about your youtube days and as someone who dis- who our friendship was the embryo of it was you being a fan of my videos i'm sure you are the absolutely perfect person to, to ask me about it because you've been a fan and then you've been a friend so you've seen both sides of how i've been with my videos um so the time to talk about why i don't do 10 years ago and things like that and how the series came up and all that jazz is on that episode which yeah look forward to in the future so um episode one three three episodes in have you got any social media yet no no of course wait hang on when is this being released um february 2021 we're in february now oh so it'll be late february like late february early march if I do, the link to it will be down below, but <laughs> at the moment, no, I don't. At the time of recording, this episode is due to air on February the 26th. as boring as I was in the last episode, so... <laughs> right, in that case, you can follow me in one of two or maybe even three social media ways. Down there is my Instagram, down there is my Facebook page. Don't have my personal one. Don't 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 want to know. I saw on this day the my on my on this day flashed up on my Facebook today and it was a guy telling me what he thought of the Royal Rumble. And it's one of those, why are you doing that? I have that year I made a Royal Rumble review. Just comment on it there. And it's the ugh, why, why You people... love the Royal Rumble. <laughs> but what's your favourite Royal Rumble? Uh it's either nineteen ninety two or it's 2001 the thing is right they're the two best rumbles obviously Mm. Mm. and anyone who says differently i i please let us know what you think it is but yeah i mean a complete agreement with you on that 92 and 2001 the thing is wrestling as we all know is a very subjective thing so imagine for argument's sake that you're a bit little bit younger than we are and your first wrestle sorry, your first Royal Rumble that you saw was two thousand and eight. Because it was your first one, that could be indelibly linked into your eyes, like, oh yeah, that's my favourite one. So th- you, some people might get enough, but if, <laughs> if, but if you if your favourite Royal Rumble is nineteen ninety five, you need to have an strong long, long strong word with yourself, yeah? Because that's just not right. I'm gonna be that guy and I'm gonna say right, one. Two thousand and eight 
was not a bad rumble. The it started with I believe Michaels and Taker because they were the ones who ended it. Two thousand seven is the third best rumble in my opinion, um, and they were the two who ended it. And then they started two thousand eight, and then two thousand eight had that like Cena comeback, which no one was expecting, which was you know, most big. Even the most ardent Cena would have gone, gone wow. Because just because yeah. he wasn't due back, so yeah, good. Good, good, good. And you said 95. I mean, Bulldog Michaels, number one and number two, and then the last two in there. Yeah, and, you and that's, Michael, that's the... And he's not eliminated, and then it's... yeah. But that's the only good part about that match. I mean, I've talk, I've talk about the, the, the... There is so few stars in that match. It's not even funny. Anyway, that's that's, yeah, that, that, on, yeah. that's a topic we can talk about another time. Rumbles, rumbles, rumbles. I'm sure there's a whole episode about Royal Rumbles. We have some big news. Yes, we do. Ten people have unsubscribed from me since we started doing these. No, that's, that's not the thing. That's, that is some news, but that's just a thing. That's just something that's happened. Isn't that strange? I think it's that people have gone, would subscribe to me like five years ago, and now I stopped making videos, and I've gone, oh, well, never mind. And then the scene pop, it's popped. Hey, you lost subscribers. <laughs> Shit happens. It popped up on the subscriber feed. I'm like, oh, that idiot, and just clicked on subscribe. Who knows? No, the big news is that um, starting from this episode, we will be appearing on Spot E5, which is, for me, as someone who's been a DJ since 2017, knowing full well he would never make his own music, it's what a massive thing for me. But at the end of the day, this this is one of those shows that, as much as we you can see here what we record, um, I put the visuals on it on episode two because I thought it would be fun, and you guys seem to like those. So... Um, um, yeah, it's, it can be just an audio podcast. I'm going to try and make a point of not. Um, I was going to say I'm going to try and make a point of not doing anything that could be audio, and then say my Instagram's down there. So well done, Mark. My Instagram is Mark. You could have plugged it as if if you don't want to listen, like look at us, then you can listen to us. Like <laughs> you know, you have to go the other way. Fuck you know, Mark R. Pearson one hundred and one is my Instagram. Mark and Pearson. And not subscribers. I mean, it's. Say, say that again, please, man. And, and he wonders why he lost subscribers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, Mark Pearson Wrestling Reviews is the Facebook. John, check out there. Um, yeah, so we'll find, um, find us on Spotify. The link is down below. Should you want to, uh, yeah, you can listen to us and not look at my and ugly mug and his lovely mug. So it's uh, it's. I'm asking the question this time, aren't I? Second, second episode in a row. The worst thing is, like, we've been talking all night. We've been talking for, what, the last five hours, and you haven't given me a single hint as to what you're going to ask me. I like that. Yeah. So, as I say, I'm not controversial, controversial. It's more a, I just, I'm intrigued to see what comes into your head first. Go on. I'm interested to know how it works that I got to ask you a question on the first episode and then you got two in a row. Well, is the, this because it's your channel? Now, do you it? want the kayfabe answer to that or the shoot answer to that? Give me the shoot answer. Man. Well, the kayfabe one is much better, but you know, the shoot answer is because... Oh, so the kayfabe answer is because it's my channel and I get to do I get to do things like that. Whereas the shoot answer is this is the third time we've recorded episode three and we had technical difficulties one time and then the other one was a load of shit and we have never going to release it. <laughs> oh, and that's a shoot, brother. Oh, I'll do that. What's your question, man? <laughs> Seven minutes in, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 
My question to you this week is, uh, when it comes to wrestling storylines, what do you think? What's the first thing you can think of? What's the first storyline that comes into your head where wrestling went too far? So, so is this in terms of the tongue-in-cheek aspect where you thought to yourself, uh, I'm not comfortable watching this, I don't know why I watch this anymore? Is that what you're after? Maybe not tongue-in-cheek, because tongue-in-cheek suggests it's more funny than serious. Yeah, but, but the, the rest of what you said is exactly it. It's the, this makes me feel uncomfortable. This is the, if you're with your mates, you, they, they will turn to you and you like this shit? That sort of thing, or if it just literally makes you turn off the television in disgust. What's the I, first I a, one? A video, yeah, yeah, I had a video pop off on my YouTube channel, uh, which was uh, I have a YouTube, not you. Well, everyone's got a YouTube account, um, and a recommended video was um, non-wrestling fans watch wrestling <laughs> and react. <laughs> Whole thing with uh, Connor. Um, who, you know, obviously died. He had, he had, I think he had cancer, and um, they did the whole thing with him pinning Triple H to the ring, and I thought that was oh, yeah. amazing. Oh, well, stuff they did. And just, you know, such an adorable kid, and and that was, you know, that was great. But in the same video, when they had people reacting, they brought Katie Vick. Ooh, it's on my list. I've got three storylines. The middle one is Katie Vick. Yeah, that's the first one that comes to mind is just like, I I, I don't know about you. I mean, I, I, I like because of the the combat aspect. You know, I, I, I like the idea two guys or two girls and having a fight. I love UFC. Uh, you know, I, I love I the... You what? Yeah, yeah, you don't. I, I, yeah, don't, but, I don't like MMA yeah. at all, no. Yeah, but I, I love the whole person versus person, go for it. And I like that kind of stuff. I don't know why they felt the need to go that far. Now, I don't know now remind why me, this is, this is Triple H and Kane. They are in the, yeah, the, the build-up build to yeah. No Mercy 2002. Yeah. Now, if I remember rightly, the stipulation on that match was it's World Championship versus Intercontinental Championship, and the losing belt is retired, isn't it? Oh no! The, so it's, yeah, because the IC belt is going to be merged into the world title, no matter what happens. Yeah, yeah? That, that's that's correct. That was that that was what the stipulation was, and I just thought that in itself is enough of a stipulation. Exactly. That that that's yeah. that's enough. You don't need any more layers on top of that, do you? That will do fine. No, no, and 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 the whole the whole the way they did it, obviously it's TV, and I get that. I understand that they need to. Not necessarily appeal to a certain audience, but they need to they need to put something in there that makes maybe the non wrestling fan tune in. In my opinion, that went too far. Mm. That was just like, and I'm I'm not you know I mean you know me I'm not saying I'll watch anything and I'll I'll just be like Neh. all right. That's not wrestling. That's got nothing to do with wrestling. It's got nothing to do with belts. It's got nothing to do with titles. It's got nothing to do with um, you know, guy versus guy, so to speak. Completely unnecessary. That is the first thing that comes to mind when you ask me that question. Mm, that's a great. I don't know how to say. I've I've written three examples down as to um, 
what I would think of as storylines that are just like, oh, no, no, no. And yeah, the middle one is Katie Vick. I don't Katie want Vick. to see necrophilia on my wrestling no, TV show. I don't have anything to do with wrestling. I know you have Jim Cornette. <laughs> I hate the right? guys. don't like him. <laughs> but hey, I mean, when he talks about wrestling, he talks about, you know, guy versus guy. This is why this is happening. And this is this, is this guy chasing this title. And this yep. is, you know, this is why this match is happening for this belt. There's nothing else that needs to happen. It needs to be this guy challenging for this belt. That's what needs to be. Yep. You know, it's, I agree with that. Completely. It's really quite simple, isn't it? It's wrestling. Yes. Yeah. And that this is, I mean, I think, you know, we, we can get into the discussion about this. This is, this is the difference between wrestling and sports entertainment. Mm. See, storylines are important. I hate to use because otherwise it's just oh, a whole, it, a whole it, card. It's unnecessary. It, 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 this is what is there anybody out there? And please let us know. Just, just, just write something and say to me. Like, is there anybody out there who actually enjoyed this storyline or thought it was wrong mm-hmm. or there was any point in it whatsoever? Because I, I honestly Imagine can't. That. And even now, you and me, we go back and because we talk about Hell in a Cell matches and we love. I mean, No Mercy's got two matches on it that you and I love watching. We love the main event, which is the Hell in a Cell match, uh, Taker versus Brock one, and we love um, the tag team match, which is uh, Edge and Mysterio versus Angle and Benoit, which is a five-star. Yeah, 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 but still, like, I mean, people... Yeah, people will agree with us on that one, surely, because they the, the, those two matches are worth watching that, mm. that show for. But... Everyone forgets about why Kane versus Triple H happened, and there was no need. For, and even even if you watch the promos back, I mean, I remember I bought the DVD, and this is you know you say you need a hobby, yeah. I remember buying the DVD, and one of the um, extras on the DVD, I remember it vividly, and I was like 15 at the time. Was the uh, Kane and Pete Rose. Pete Rose actually came back and did like a uh, a, a thing where he opened the door and Kane sort of got him by the throat. Ah, okay. That was on the uh, the DVD extras as a, a like a vignette, a, like a build up thing. Okay. No mention of Kane whatsoever. And if you watch the show back, there's no mention well, whatsoever. You know, that... apart, from, apart from when they're doing the build up package. They're talking about Kane and the Katie Vick thing. There's nothing about Triple H going and, and finding a coffin and, and stuff like that. It was completely unnecessary, completely ridiculous. I have no attraction to that kind of storyline whatsoever. It's not wrestling. It's soap opera, sports entertainment, and I don't watch wrestling for that reason. Give me your next question. So, it's funny why you were saying that, because I'm kicking myself and not going looking now. But I was, I was going to ask, um, on the network for No Mercy 2002, what the builder package is? Because surely that builder package nowadays... I don't, does, it on no, I, I don't know. I was gonna, so I was just wondering, like, if that, does that even exist nowadays? You'll see it on your screen now. The DVD cover for No Mercy 2002 is Kane's Mask. It's just Kane's mask, and it's got the No Mercy font, 2002 underneath it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid money. Well, I didn't. My dad paid money for it. Nice. <laughs> you know, and um, I remember him uh, in the, you know, we're watching, we're watching the show together, and, you know, it comes to Kane Triple H, and he's like, oh, yeah, this will be a good match, you know. 
you don't want to make someone who you're sitting with watching wrestling disappointed because mm-hmm. it makes you feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember him thinking, well, uh, and I remember it, this is back in 2002, and I, this, this must have come out, the DVD must have come out around November time. You know, because, yeah, so it, it, November, December time, but I remember him um, him, him sitting there and thinking like, uh, okay, well, why is this match happening? Mm. You know, and, and just trying to explain to him the whole thing with the Katie. It just, it, it's, it's again, it's not wrestling. It doesn't make sense to be a wrestling match. It's Tyler West is some. They could have even done the whole thing with the mask. You know how he he unmasked it. He fought Triple H on Raw, mm-hmm. and that's what he unmasked. That's what he unmasked. Two thousand two. You know, he could have saved it and 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 done it later. But yeah, it was two thousand two. It was like it was it was a couple of weeks after No Mercy. It was in between No Mercy yeah. and uh, Survivor Series. So, um... No, because Kane fa- and it needed Holy Dan. Uh, Kane faced oh, RVD at no, uh, SummerSlam 2003. Okay. Because of the whole mask thing. And then he went on to feud with Shane, I believe. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, 2003, yeah. Yeah. So a year earlier, yeah. when he was having That's this right. feud with Triple H, they could have done the whole mask thing then. Do mask versus Something. Mm. Like, why did they want to retire the Intercontinental title anyway? Does no, it make any sense to you? No, 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 no idea. Form belts. But, Vic, but back to the original point. Katie Vick is the most ridiculous storyline that has ever happened in WWE. And if anyone wants to, you know, give me a, a one that's worse than that, please write it down below because so, I'm interested to hear what you think. So that's the one where you think they went too far, and you were just like, "This is offended." You're talking about necrophilia yes, in a wrestling match. That's the wrestling. It's a wrestling it's match. Wrestling. Is there any need for it? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it just makes me, it makes me so mad. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. 20 past 1 in the morning. Good luck getting sleep, boss. <laughs> right, do you want mine? Just as a, as a thing. Yeah, please. Yeah, so, please. Um, Give me your top three. Um, so... Uh, the one that I, um, I found... I found it hugely uncomfortable at the time... And then I started uh, when I was watching it for the 10 Years Ago series and just watching it going, this makes me so fucking angry. And I just, to this day, I I, I can't believe that the people involved, from bottom to top, so the, the thing I'm talking about is the exploitation of Eddie Guerrero's death. So Eddie Guerrero died in late 2005, and it's just I know you I know I know you, I know you're watching going yeah I know Mark fucking gets to the point but just for the one person who isn't they did a storyline where Rey Mysterio won the championship at WrestleMania 22 but the build up to it for example when Rey Mysterio drew his number out at the Royal Rumble and he looked up to this guy and said, oh yeah you're having a laugh with me was cringeworthy to the extreme it because it was a this is exploitation at its absolute worst it's it's using eddie guerrero's name and legacy to make money and you start going like i say everyone from the bottom to the top any one of them could have stopped in and go first so when the whoever whoever writer came up with it they put it put it to the mcmahon's and said we've got this storyline we can use eddie guerrero's influence for want of a better word, to get Rey Mysterio the championship. And so at that point, Steph or Triple H or Vince or whoever's in charge can go, mm, don't know. But of course, this is wrestling. So of course, all of them went, that's a great idea, pal. You know, but then 
Ray was a friend of Eddie's and went, oh, absolutely, I'll do that. Which says to me that he was a more of a mark for the belt or a mark for the business or a mark for the WWE in general than he was for everyone as a, as a friend of Eddie, right? I don't, don't know if you would agree with that one. So I was just like, come on, man. That's not how you want to win your first world championship in the Fed. But then both Vicky Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero were both involved in the storyline as well. And at no point, so when the, when the idea is presented to them, do they do they go, oh, that, that, that is a good idea. Surely they must have gone, no, I don't, I don't like that. They had to use it, though, because you get the sympathy vibe. I, I don't agree at all. I think, I don't, I don't, I don't. Oh, no, well, yeah. Ray yeah, Mysterio. But... Ray Mysterio is, uh, is the ultimate underdog because of his size. And he, he does impressive things, apparently. I don't like Ray Mysterio, as you, as you guys know. Um, I, he does impressive things in the ring, and he appeals to... What, what, what? what was that, sorry? You loved him in the 90s. I loved him in the 90s, yes. yes. I, I, I don't like his... I've, I've never been a fan of his fed run at all. It's just it's the same match. No, it's the same match every single time. Like, yeah. 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 Whatever. He's a great wrestler. No, yeah. Character in that. He, especially, he, yeah, I, I have him in the yeah. same mould as, as Rob Van Dam, which is that what he does, he does well, but it's the same match every time. And I just go, eh, oh, look, there it is. Great. Um, so, yeah, so. Um, yeah. Funny enough, the last great match Ray Mysterio had was with Eddie Guerrero. Mm. So. Um, Sorry to throw you off. No, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, just thinking, I'm just trying to backtrack where I was. Yeah, so Rey Mysterio is, is an underdog. So you've got, if you, if you literally run the storyline of him being the underdog who wins the Rumble and then goes off to WrestleMania in the main event, which he wasn't in, in the, to win the championship, what's wrong with just that on its own? I don't understand why they had, they felt like they had to use the Eddie Guerrero legacy and the Eddie Guerrero things. It just, it, it just like I say, that that bit gets on my wick, the bit that when he oh, Eddie, you chose my number for me. No, he didn't. Do you remember just um, just butt in here? Do you remember um, No Way Out 2006, and it was Orton versus Mysterio, and then when it goes to Mania, yeah, and, all, and all there was one. a promo that Orton cut, and he said um, something like, uh, "Eddie's not in heaven, Eddie's down there," yeah. and that to me is just representing like, well, why are you bringing Eddie Guerrero into this again? Is you know that you're, you're talking about someone who died, who was loved by fans, and. You and me both love Eddie Guerrero. I'm sure everybody watching this loves Eddie Guerrero. But there was no need to do that. It's about a belt. It's not about a human being. It's about a belt. Exactly. 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 It's yeah. So so for me, there are many, 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 many storylines that I feel uncomfortable about. Or when I'm watching it going, uh, I'll give you I'll give you another example. And I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll well, the thing is... I, I'll th- let me just t- talk about this one for a second. Any time there's where they there's things where they take a performer's real life issues and make a storyline out of it. So two examples. So two examples I can that I, that I wrote down. I'm sure there's many many more out there, but um, both of which involve alcohol. And alcohol is something that's important. You know, alcoholism is something that's near and dear to me. My my youngest brother is an alcoholic, so it's one of those things that it, it's, it's always going to get me. You know where I go. Mm, come on. So Scott Hall in WCW and me for years. You don't count. Um, Scott Hall in WCW and Hawk in WWF both had yep. alcohol issue storylines, and it's just one of those storylines that I just—it's the you could almost excuse it if there's an end game. So, yep. for example, Hawk 
turned to drink and got pushed off the fucking Titan Tron by Droz. And, you know, it's like, right, okay, where's the end game? And then with Scott Hall, he would come out with a drink in hand, pretending to be drunk, even though I'm pretty certain he was drunk. It's the, my point is, is is that if you've got an end game, which is surely that they conquer their demons in real life, and you can use that story to then get, get a push going behind them, to get the sympathy vote that you talked about before, I think that, I suppose there are times with that, but it, there's never a, an end game for it. So it's just a look, this guy's drunk, and we're going to put him on TV as drunk. And you know, I don't want to see that at all. And again, that is, it's the, the soap opera that you talked about before. But the thing is, whenever they do it, they do it with real, I think, fucking, 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 another one just came up from my, it's anything where it's the real life issue, is the fucking Goldust and Marlena stuff, who are going through a divorce, or going through a really bad time in their relationship, while their storyline is the Marlena's fucking Brian Pillman. You know, anything like that, where it's the soap opera, if you, if you know, pardon? She was fucking Pillman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the store, in the in the store, in the in the storyline, she was shagging Pillman. Or she was getting. Then she got. Um, they had a match. Uh, Pillman and Goldust had a match for Marlena's services. You know, and that, that and that that would have been that would have been all revealed at Bad Blood that uh, Marlena had actually been doing it willingly, um, but of course P- well, P- Pillman, Pillman died. died that day, so they couldn't do it. Um, I, I find ones where it's it's real life a little bit too close to the ground. I get that it makes it more real. What about, what about um, Edge, Matt Hardy, and Lita? Because um, that did, that made for an interesting feud between Edge and Matt Hardy because time you had two mid-carders who kind of needed their own push. Obviously, Edge was above Matt Hardy in terms of you know, where we would go in the company, but... It, it, do you think that invoking the real life aspect of it helped them? I think I, I, I'm probably going to sound like a massive hypocrite here because I don't, and I'm not sure about that one because I'm saying that I don't like the real life. I don't think that the uh, the thing, the difference with that one is that that made, was made public by Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy put, you know, the, the, Edge and Lisa could have kept that one private. Um, Matt Hardy made it public and turned it into an issue, which then the WWE, being the WWE, they exploited it. And the thing with that one is that they, yeah. they could have just had um, that the fans could the fans were booing later and calling all sorts of names. Matt Hardy got fired for putting um, the information about it on his website. Then went off to do like three or four indie shows, and they could have he could have uh, he could have just been all swept away, couldn't it? Um, but Matt Hardy showed that, well, again, like I was saying before about Ray, he's a fucking mark. He's a mark for the business. So when WWE came along and said, so we're going to use this door and you, you know, we're going to make you part of it, he went, he went, yes, please, and took his job back. And the thing is, he got absolutely murdered in the match that resulted in match for it, didn't he? At SummerSlam, 2005. Absolutely yeah, demolished. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those, you are Wasn't a him- fucking mark. Well, what? Wasn't it Matt Hardy against Kane? Uh, possibly. I thought it was Matt Hardy versus Edge. Something like that. I just want to play Connect Four with you for a second because we're talking about storylines that shouldn't have happened because they were too real. ECW. You and me both love the rise of, and anyone watching this, I'm sure they appreciate the, you know, rise and fall of ECW. It's my it was a great favorite. It's, it's the best ECW thing there yeah. is because you know me. I think ECW is massively overrated. Extreme Dave is watching this right now going, no, that's not what happened. Like, right. 
Think about that documentary. What storyline in that, apart from the crucifixion of Sam Because you like no one could talk about it. Um, the most personal rivalry because it just hit me. What was it? Oh, because I was I th- I th- really you threw me there a little bit because I thought you were going to say the Sandman crucifixion one because I wondered if, no. if, if you would think that. Sandman. It was it was um, Sandman and Raven. Yes, and they brought in Sandman's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Sandman's son. I can't remember his name. Tyler, get a hobby. Get a hobby. Um, Sandman's son and Raven, and he goes with uh, something Follington, to Sandman's ex-wife, and he thinks to himself, "Okay, now we're involving children mm. who are actually being brought up in the business." And they're actually getting to experience this. And this is actual children who, for the rest of their lives, will be believing that, okay, well, I was a part of this and I was used in part of the storyline. But how much how much of a storyline is it when the children, the actual children are involved and it's used for a storyline? You think about Dominic Mysterio, who's now in WWE yeah. doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Props to him for that. Double but size you think back down. then, this is with 1995... Yeah. 1995, 1996, when um, I can't remember his name, and, and it's really going to bug me now, but Sandman's son was basically involved with Raven and Sandman's wife. And <laughs> what the fuck did you just do? I just accidentally clicked on the thing, which meant my chair fell back. <laughs> a central here, right? So... That to me is still one of the the story. It's not necessary. I mean, you the booking of it was fine. I understand why they did it, but was it necessary? Was it was it is it relating to wrestling? Is it you know guy A versus guy B, and this is why this match needs to happen? I I I I I can look at that from both sides of the coin because if I do think about it, I'm, I I do think to. To get the Raven character over, that's a, that's such a dick thing to do. But also the the Raven would have been over anyway yeah, because I, I think it's just that you want at that point when he when he you know he does all the things with Tyler, you just want to see him get his ass whopped. And then of Tyler, course, I, I said that before. I said when you said it, I didn't hear. So and then to have it so that it looks like it looks like you want to see someone get his revenge and you'll pay money to see him get his revenge and then it looks like he's gonna get his revenge and then it's taken away from him and they they te- teased it out so that one again this is the thing I'm I'm probably gonna sound like a massive hypocrite because on the one hand I'm like I don't like it when it's too real and on the flip side I say yeah that was a good angle I like that one <laughs> is that one too far no I, the crucifix one I think will be too far because oh but only because oh, I'll say it's too far well, only too far if you're a religious person. If you have no religious connotations at all, if you're like, anyway, hey, I don't give a shit, then it's one of those, well, it's just a storyline, isn't it? But if you're like, oh my god, I couldn't believe you, or you know, anything like that, if you're like, as, 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 as two young men who used to go to church who don't anymore, I I, I look at it as a, yeah, it's just a storyline, I don't give a damn. don't know how you felt about well, it. Well, that's how, that's how I saw it, and I'm in the same boat as you, but, uh, and that to me wasn't offensive, but. The, the bringing a child into it, mm. and this is why I mentioned Dominic Mysterio, you're having a ladder match over the custody of a child. Is that relevant to the wrestling business, and is it necessary? It's, uh... Or can they just go out there? And... You watch Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero at Halloween Havoc 1997. 
get a hobby. Uh, 1997, it's a five-star match. Mm. And it's a great match because it's just built around a title and it's built around wrestling. To fast forward to 2005, they're now having to put a kid in it. Is it necessary? Well, because they, they had a match at WrestleMania 21, didn't they? Which was... It was one of those matches. That, match, yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. It was billed yeah, as. It was when when that one was announced. It was one of those, they, they had that great match in 1997, and they both said that they wanted to top that match. And it's one of those they, they came away from it and disappointed. The one thing you remember from it is that Ray was continuously adjusting his mask. And you're like, okay, so you know, it wasn't that good. At the end of the day, I suppose they, if, if they like, if the Fed feel like they need to put a storyline on top of it to make it make you sell it again. But it's one of those again. What's the end game? The end game is that Dominic is revealed to be Ray's child. Oh right, good, 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 right, good, good enough. It's a oh right, I, 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 I yeah, but bringing bringing the kids into us, but I mean, it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. It's it's, it's yeah, your your point about it, is it necessary? Go on. Well, let's try a different aspect here. Let's go back to the the seventies and the eighties, and let's think about like what matches were built around then. One of your favourites and one of my favourites, definitely in my my top ten of all time, is um, Magnum TA and uh, Tully Bloodshot from uh, the cage match, the I Quit match. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we that what happened in the eighties, and we still think it's great. Mm. Why did that match happen? It was. For the United States Championship, I've got in my mind. Yes, and they were right. I've I've got something to do with Tully's the girl that Tully came out with as well. I've got in my mind, but I can't remember if that's another storyline. Iron Sheik versus Hulk Hogan sold out the Garden, I believe, yeah, um, because of a title match mm-hmm. in eight, 1983. Both of Hulk and I believe. That match was based around a title, and that happened in the early 80s. Yes. You think back to matches involving Lou Thez, you think back to matches, Pat, uh, was it Pat Koch, and, and, you know, other people who, you know, Harley Race. Can you imagine Harley Race being in a match over the custody of a child? No, I truly can't. But at the same time, it's, right. it's different eras, because it's... Uh... We watch wrestling, and I believe a lot of the people who watch this video will agree with me on this we watch wrestling because we like guy a versus guy b or woman a versus woman b because we like the idea of them wrestling each other mm-hmm. we fans of the art you don't need that sports entertainment story to make it relevant we don't need that we, we, this is what this is why i fell in love with Japan. You know, do you think Okada and Omega would feud over a child? No. No, I... I, I, I anyway, I don't know. Like I said, again, necessary, but people will buy into it because they like the sports entertainment. Come back to the original point you were making and you asked me about Katie Vick. In as far as wrestling goes, completely unnecessary, mm-hmm. disgusting, I wouldn't pay my money to watch that. I mean, yeah, I paid my money for the show, but there were there were other I wanted to see, so I kind of shot myself in the foot there. But at the same time, it's like 
wrestling we we watch wrestling because we like the art of it you know you could take all the storylines away people would still watch wrestling hmm. right because they like the combat thing like i told you Ooh, yeah, this like, guy's good. You know, oh, this guy's good. I'd love to see what happened if those two had a match. Why do you go to a Brit Rest show? You wouldn't go to a Brit Rest show and say, oh, they're having a lab city of a child. Mm, I wouldn't put it past some promotions, not naming any uh, names. Uh, but yeah, a lot, a, lot, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of the time there are matches happening on, on British wrestling shows that are, this is a guy and he's facing this guy. It's good guy versus bad guy and that's it. There are very, very... Yeah, but, I can't... But, you, I can't think. Right. I, I can't think of many shows that are storyline top to bottom. You would have watched back in the day, Chris Travis, you know, in God Rest the Soul versus you know, if he put, put against Phoenix, you you wouldn't even care what the storyline is. You'd buy the ticket to that show. Yeah, and that but that's one of the problems with with British wrestling. It, it, it's highlight. It's, it's highest point. Sorry, was that promoters would get someone like Ray Phoenix in and would be like, right, we're going to have this match. It's Ray Phoenix versus Chris Travis, to use your example. And why is it happening? Because it is. It's like, right, but... And the thing is, what, what used to really fetch me off about this one is... Let me finish on this one, is that they would do it. So say, for example, Chris Travis was the world champion, not world champion, there's not enough world champions in British wrestling, but he's the current... Mark and Dan wrestling promotion champion, right? So Chris Travis is the champion, and Ray Phoenix is being brought in as the import, and he's getting the title shot. And it, that used to really fet me off. Is why is he getting the title shot? Because he is right. But why? What's he done to earn it? Well, he is. He's Ray Phoenix. Like, so I, I'm Mark Pearson. Do I get a title shot? No, because you're Mark Pearson. Well, I'm, not, I'm not talking about titles here. I'm just talking about. No, I'm I'm just having a brand. It's something that PCW used to do every fucking month. They would do uh, here's here's the import and he's got the title shot. It's like right, what have you done to him? And they're not in business anymore. Yes, they are. Yes, yes, they are. Okay, they're just they're just they they went from being the the best in the country to being the hey PCW is still a thing. Really? Who knew? So as you've just seen, you think they're not a business. Okay, one match that stands out in my mind was they had to. Um. Leguero, you, you, right? You, the, the, you, whoever the first name was there, you didn't hear it. Tazawa. Oh, yes, Sakura Tazawa. Yeah, Tazawa versus Leguero. You were there, I wasn't. I was there, yes. I couldn't come. So I watched <laughs> I watched uh, the match, and it was just like, it was Wrestler A versus Wrestler B. It was a blowaway classic, right? Mm. Main event. I would yeah. still happily watch that match to this day. Mm. Right, no, no build up, nothing. Right, they didn't need anything, and I think that's what wrestling is. Wrestling nowadays, and this is why. And you can go back to the first episode we did, the pilot about why you don't watch. And it's just like it doesn't always have to be an element of drama to build it up. Mm-hmm. It can be a good wrestler versus a good wrestler. Who cares what their character is? Who cares what the storyline is? If you believe that these two people can have a good match, then let them go and we'll watch it. Yeah, you, you know, you, and that's that's what annoys me when they bring in things like, again, going back to it, Katie Vick, custody of Dominic. Uh, what was the other one you mentioned? Um, Eddie Guerrero, or, the exploitation of Eddie Guerrero's death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no need to bring that in. Just it's cool. wrestling. People watch wrestling because they enjoy wrestling. Correct. Is not about the storylines. If they want to watch that, go watch EastEnders. You know? <laughs> I, 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 th- I, I hate where you're coming from. I do think I think storylines are important in wrestling. I really do. Oh, yeah. Because if you've got a card of wrestler A versus wrestler B, 
I couldn't give a shit for, for the most part of her. One thing that's interesting, you mentioned about modern wrestling, is the wrestling. We're recording this on the 2nd of February 2021, okay? So three days ago, from the moment we're recording this, three days ago, was the 2021 Royal Rumble. And the opening contest of that show was Drew McIntyre defending the championship against Goldberg. And you're like, okay, so... These two, these two you know, I'm sure to some people it might be a bit of a dream match, but the promos that Goldberg were crossing leading up to the show was that Drew McIntyre doesn't have any respect. And you sat there going, you're a fucking idiot. That Who wrote that fucking line for you? That's utter, utter bollocks. If he was a heel, if Drew McIntyre was a heel, it might work because you get away with he's cocky, he's arrogant. I don't give respect to you. I don't respect anyone. Body, body, body. But Drew McIntyre is a good guy. And you're what? the fuck is that that's the storyline of the modern times that just utterly puts me off where i just go i don't know is that where the business is at now business is has it- never been better you know that ratings are in the toilet but Vince McMahon's just trying to sign that billion dollar however much it is for um to have a network on peacock you know so he's doing something right it's one of those things ratings are in the shit they've never been worse maybe mid-90s have maybe but yeah as a business WWE is making money hand over fist and that is weird and at the same time I wonder if because they've got that guaranteed money coming in who cares what the fucking storylines are who cares what the ratings are people will always watch WWE regardless of the storylines no the hardcore fans will they've got this yeah, this, this X amount who will watch every single yeah. week doesn't matter what you throw at them they'll always watch it Yep. But the amount, the way that but, the, the raw ratings are going down and down and down and down as time goes by, it's that. Do you, know, you think they, 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 Flair from Chi Town Rumble had a storyline about, you know, children or, you know, it, necrophilia it wasn't about or children, dead no, people? It was for the championship. No, it, it, was exactly. two, it was the two best wrestlers at that time feuding over the world title belt mm-hmm. that is what wrestling is mm-hmm. and should be mm-hmm. that is what that is why people like you and i care that is why people who probably watch this video care because they don't care about all the stuff in between they don't care about bullshit storylines that are made up to attract you to the product they care about okay there's a belt there's a top guy and then and one a wants to be one can you think of any other storylines that um, that turned you off before we wrap this oh. up? Uh, okay, so the other one that comes to mind is... is what was that? Sorry, you, you sound cut off. Al Wilson. Oh, Al Wilson. Yeah, I mean, it's just because it's just we were talking about 2002 earlier, and it yeah. came up, And it's so, just like, okay. Storylines story exist to make you want to see the match. You've got the, you, we talked about before about the Rock and Hogan and how they're built up on a completely different video, I'm sorry. On one of the aborted tapings, we talked about Rock and Hulk Hogan and the build-up package that and the build-up the, 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 to their match. So you get ones like that where you're like, yeah, take my money. Then you've got the, sometimes you've got the slow build ones. The um, one, that example, one example that um, I, I sort of watched from the parameters was... Oh, Premises, premises. I watched from the premises was the uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks breakup angle that they ran with last year, which I was just like, "Yep, yeah, when that one comes, that one's going to be really good." Um, but at the end of the day, storylines exist to make you want to watch a wrestling match, and I think that um, 
I can't understand. I always say that wrestling is a business. It's here to make money. I can't understand how the Al, how anyone thought the Al Wilson match would have made money. I mean, sorry, the Al, Al Wilson storyline. How anyone would think that, oh, yeah, the Marks would really want to see Dawn Marie and uh, Tory Wilson. I couldn't remember a fucking name then. Jesus Christ. Al Wilson and, if, and if who? people want to watch a wrestling pay-per-view because they want to see two girls make out, which I a month before, whatever it was, then... Get an internet connection. It's cheaper than a pay per view. <laughs> you laugh at that, but it's true. It's true. And, you know, I and, and this is why you and I watch the past rather than the present. Mm. And this is why we like wrestling from the past because we watch wrestling for wrestling. This is why we're sat here having this conversation because we like the sport. We like the the, the not necessarily the, the the realism of it, but we like the the fact that it's it's. Guy A versus Guy B, there's a belt. But what, if, what, if, what, what if it's not for a belt, though? It's like, rock. It, it's like, you know, you, you have a passing torch match or whatever it is. There's always a reason to have a decent, like, you don't need to bring in necrophilia, children, and whatever else it is, you know. You don't need to bring that in to have a good wrestling match. Mm. The wrestling itself sells the match. The people in it sell the match. You don't need that kind of storyline. I, I, it's no, just I completely unnecessary. That. Yeah. That's what, you know, like I said, go watch EastEnders or, you know, if you're in America, you know, Days of Our Lives or whatever it is. That's what, that's what I'm, that I'm, is. I'm glad no, you but, said that because I, I couldn't have told you a single American so far for a trust me on that one. I struggle with the ones yeah, in the UK. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, but no, seriously, seriously like, you, you, you know, I always said you can watch wrestling with the sound off and still appreciate it hmm. as much as, as as much as you would do. You only appreciate it if you appreciate the art. You don't need a storyline to have a good wrestling match. You know, throw two guys out there who can wrestle. We we spoke you know, comically about um, when we were watching the round table video of, uh, I think it was, what got mentioned was Luger versus Ivan or something. <laughs> okay. And, you know, everyone, I think it was Michael Hayes, he was telling the story and he was saying, you know, oh, we all thought this would be a terrible match and it turned out to be great. Who was he facing? Yeah, it, it's Luger. two two guys who are wrestling going out there and having a Luger, so you, your song keeps coming out here, boss. Luger and who? Luger and... Uh, I think it was Volkov. I'm Volkov. Okay, fair enough. Here's one. Here's, here's one that I'll give you, right? You and me went to a show. I think it was 2011. And it was a Dragon Gate show. You were wearing a Dragon Gate hey. shirt, which is what reminded me. It was Shiro versus Zorikazuka 3. Mm-hmm. What was the storyline for the main event? Well, in, in, amazingly, because of the name, it was actually that they'd won a match each, and this was the final match. And that was your favourite match of all That's time. That's my favourite match yeah. that I've ever seen, yes. By a, by a country mile, this is the best match I've ever seen, yes. And also, I went to that show having not seen match one There's or match two. <laughs> There's your storyline, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those, okay, yeah. So you have seen match two. No, yeah. sorry, oh yeah, saw the DVD, that's right, sorry. So I hadn't, hadn't, oh, yeah. seen, hadn't seen the third one. Right. I'd seen the you're, second you're, one and gone, hey, this was really good. I would like to... Yes. Okay, it's wrestler A versus wrestler B. They've won a match each. 
let's have a decider. That and is that's that, your favourite match. That of is all the time. simplest storyline that there is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think he has proved his point there. I I wanted to just I wanted to see what um, yeah what what what's a controversial one because again one of the things I've tried we've tried to talk about again and again and again on this series is we want to create discussion down there in the comments. So what we would like you to do is let us know down below if if you could what is what what's a storyline that you've either it's made you turn the TV off it's made you go. Oh, absolutely not! It could be this, the one storyline that made you go, "I cannot watch this anymore. This is not what I fell in love with," you know. So, I, I, again, this is one of those ones I'm truly interested in. Let us know down below what is is a controversial one. What's well, the, the title of the episode is "What is too far?" So, what what's just too far for you? Um, anything else to add to that one, Bus? Or have we talked for forty five minutes? So, is that enough? <laughs> If you watch WWE shows with the sound off, you'll enjoy them and have a lot more. <laughs> That's a, and on that bombshell, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching this. I've actually managed to record an episode three that's actually gone all right. We've had a few a few technical issues, but you know, um, yeah, this one's gone all right. So um, yeah, thank you so much for watching. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the bell notification, so all that. Leave me a comment, all that jazz. Follow me on the social media. Check this episode out on Spotify. You might like it better as an audio video. I mean, as an audio podcast than a video. That's really, really difficult to say if it's 10 to 2 in the morning. <laughs> Somehow. I have been Marky. He has been Danny Ace. And, uh, yeah. See you next time, folks. Thank you, guys. What about Lisa and the losing the baby? Oh, it's Snitsky. It's Snitsky, that's in Thanks for watching. So, 2005. Just, just for completion. Oh, was it? Okay, just, much just, just for completionist purposes. Just for completionist purposes. Yes, it's 2005. Just what a heck. See, this is what I There's many, there's many, many, many. Talking about like the death of a child. We're talking about like marriage and stuff. Because SummerSlam 2005 was love her or leave her. Is that? Mm -hmm. Right. Why? Why? <laughs> That's why I wanted to talk about that subject. <laughs> Take it easy, folks. It's a goddamn siege. <laughs> <laughs>